You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. You're listening to the sonorous tones of myself, Spencer Hall, on the internet's only college football podcast. I am joined tonight, as always, by my co-host, uh, Jason Kirk. Jason, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. See, I threw to you, and I remembered it. I caught it. I, uh, I, I received it. But here's, here's the thing. We're running, we're running an option, so now I'm going to pitch it. Because we are joined tonight by two very special guests. We are joined oh. by Holly Anderson and Ryan Nanny. Hey, everybody. Welcome Hello, aboard. Guests. Hey, good evening. It's a thrill to be here. Wait, which one of us are you throwing it to? Who's the B-back? There's Allie, two football. You dropped the ball. Wait. Shit. W- we Shit. went multi-ball. Multi-ball. Like Liberty University. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we're off. Also like Liberty University. Also like Liberty University. <sighs> Who is the most carefree, untroubled soul on the Liberty University campus this week? Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Hugh, Freeze. Hugh, Hugh, I know we've suggested this before. I know you search your name, so you're going to hear this. This would be a really excellent time to do some crimes. You know what's great is somebody on that campus has received an invitation to like a cookout or whatever thrown by Hugh Freeze and Jerry Falwell and they didn't go. And now they're thinking like, was that, that wasn't, but what was it? Of course it was. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're thinking, 
wow, I missed on a really rowdy time with the president of Liberty University. <laughs> okay, when you find out somebody in your social circle uh, has gone multiple or and or are swingers, then there's an audit your brain undertakes of every single social interaction one has ever had with these people and thought and for the most part is still this is silly because for the most part you and i'm speaking to the listeners are not that attractive that's the thing wow that's the thing i've had i've had this conversation with other people that go yeah I, yeah i don't know we knew this couple no, this and one is time just, this is just well, a version of discovering that your friend is gay and being like oh do you want to fuck me no you're not that hot jerry falwell's not that attractive yeah mm -mm. hugh freeze is incredibly attractive <laughs> no oh dear god that's no. what I thought this week that you freeze heard about all this and went. Well, like yeah, that he is. Microwaved a cartoon beaver. Oh, yeah, that shit, he thought. I did it again. Sorry. That he thought. Well, sexy you know. Bucky's presents. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey, hey! Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hugh Freeze. He looks like fuckies. <laughs> Let's what? talk about Bucky's nuggets. Good. Oh goodness. This went you so wrong. It. Hey, yes, I picked coming. up the ball and ran with it. In Sorry, the what? corner. Oh, God. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yes. That is, he did literally run. Oh, my, run. my. Oh, hell yes. He, he did literally run. on that party dress. God. He did literally run the corner route against cover against man coverage, didn't he? I'm just <laughs> glad more teams were running the triple. It was cover one. I think, yeah, I think that's zone coverage. I think he understands, like, hey, linebacker stays down in the box. I stay high. I appreciated the reader who referred to this as the Tampa Three. <laughs> Running levels. Option routes galore. All right, we got that out of our systems. Absolutely no, not. No, we no. did not. No. Oh. I did think this week though and that the amusing thing would Jerry fall. <laughs> oh. I did think this week though that Hugh Freeze heard about this and thought, well, you know, that is an exciting situation. <laughs> Why is he Mac Brown when he's horny? It is. No, he... <laughs> Aren't hey, we he all, freeze, brother? He freeze always... He freeze does that thing where he's like, I'm such a lunatic and so deeply crazed and sad that I have to slow down my talking. Well, they both leave early. Wow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah. I... I uh, a guest on this podcast. Goodness. Goodness. What a start. What a start to the football season for the Liberty Flames that the president of the university... Um, has one been accused by somebody of being recruited to be uh, the third in their couple which you know hey if you do that that's cool it's not necessarily cool that's against the bylaws of a university and you're just out there you know doing it yourself and also you're the son of the founder of the moral majority etc built your whole empire on this it's not really cool if it's against the bylaws of your university uh, but it's incredibly funny if you've based your career on yelling at other people for doing that yeah yeah, or potentially yeah. been blackmailed into endorsing a presidential candidate because of it. Anyway. Oh, we haven't even gotten to the medical device fraud yet portion of this, but that's <laughs> another story for another day, and we'll bring on Brian Floyd to tell you all about it. Additionally, that in all of this, that Hugh Freeze, man, how many years does Hugh Freeze have, has, have at liberty now if he's just trauma-free? If he's just drama-free, doesn't do anything. Like oh, two, how, how, three? How much, how much longer can he stick around there? Yeah, if he's just quiet. He's Probably, chill. This Probably is still a long time. He doesn't want to stick around there. This is his rehab tour. Oh, wait. Are you asking how long, how much, uh, I'm going to regret this, how much leash does he have? Mm. Ah. Yeah, I told you I'd regret it. Told you. That, that is I an mean, exciting situation. 
was there any circumstance in which he would get have gotten in trouble before, like regardless of what he was up yeah. to? Yeah. 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 Like I it's mean, already absolute anarchy. How much? I mean, if <laughs> how he, much wilder if, can it possibly get? If if he'd shown his support for Black Lives Matter, he might have gotten in trouble. Yeah, that's fair. Just just throwing that out there. That is, uh, God, um, I. It boggles the mind when I really try to pack it all in. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't come out right. Uh, uh, God! It is so difficult to talk about Liberty University. (laughs) If there's one thing. Neither one of you said come again, and that's. If there's one thing I've learned through listening to the past 36 hours of these jokes, is that we need to rename several football concepts. Disagree. No. There are so many sexy football concepts. Route combos alone. Smash. Smash. Yeah. When you got cover two. We haven't play even smash. gotten to the flex bone jokes. Not even. The dive man. <laughs> I enjoy football jokes put over to to sex jokes. That's my favorite direction of these. Here's here's here my, what I'm excited about is that some people let their children listen to this podcast. And I know they, this already happened, but I know at some point they've like, Tom Green to, listened to this podcast. Oh, that was on accident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've had to like dive for the radio dial in the car. To, oh, oh, oh God must stop. Now we've so? been doing this for going on a decade. This is now your fault. So the way yes. I see it is we cannot be blamed for the existence of Liberty university. No, we cannot. What are we what what are we gonna do? Not talk about Liberty University? It's not our fault it exists. No. It's fair. And let's we have face done it, our best to undo that personally. If and let's face it, if we the full cast are over here doing our dirty business and you're over in the corner listening. <laughs> <laughs> so to be clear, so far in this episode we have told our, our listeners they're not attractive. And they are Jerry Falwell. I didn't say that. I think they're gorgeous. I think they're all beautiful. But you agree that they're jacking it in the corner. Look, I tried to call them fuckable one time, and y'all remember how that went. Our readers, our readers, please, have a diverse skill set, are very, very, they're they're multiple, so to speak. And I have no doubt that some may be in the corner, some may be in the thick of it, if you will. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's fine. They're capable of a lot of things. They're wonderful people, and we thank them for listening. Or participating and listening, I just whatever they may be doing. Why are Why are we mad at Jerry Falwell for social distancing? I thought we were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's about to get socially distanced. <laughs> I got to tell you one other thing. I bet you he had a mask on. <laughs> Fidelio. Now it was a mask of Ronald Reagan's face, but. <laughs> Oh, Hi, you can you can reach me at ryan.nanny at yeah, com. Nobody emails me anymore. It's fine. Win one for the gapper. God. Wow. Jesus Christ. Uh would you like to hear a truly alarming thing? I guess yes. that's the point, yeah. Yeah, let's start right now. College football <laughs> college football, if my notes are right, is going to be played uh a week from Thursday. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't happening. There, there, there are two games on the schedule. Hang on, let's 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 back it up, back it up yeah. a little. Let's well, back it up is already. Let's see, we are we are claimed so far. So this Saturday, in fact, Austin Peay versus this? Central Arkansas. 
Division so, so, One football on ESPN. This is all right. ESPN yeah, didn't have that on their schedule. I'm looking at lsufootball.net. Extremely of frustrating. But I thought what you were getting at is emotionally on the calendar right now. We should be looking to see which Thursday night Georgia State football contest we are going to attend. You know, which which early season Kennesaw State games we're going to try to get together for and kind of glance with dread to see oh jesus who's south carolina got in week one like that is that is where our body clocks should be at this time i mean the good news is south carolina doesn't have anybody in week one or week two terrific or week three and that leads me to the the very funny thing that i discovered today so the ap poll the preseason ap poll came out and i will preface this by saying that i have mostly been converted to jason's view of the AP poll, which is that while it is not necessarily a useful in-season tool, it is a helpful historical measurement because it's one of the few that sort of like exists mostly unchanged across multiple decades. This year, however, it's totally Wait, useless. Wait, you mean like the parameters of the poll are mostly unchanged or you mean that USC is always ranked no matter what? It's a little bit of both. Okay. It's it's, sta- it's standardized across era and and like basically nothing in college football <laughs> besides the AP poll is. And also right. if you look at the end of the season one of the best predictors as to which teams were good is the preseason AP poll. Like we complain about it every year but it's pretty good. So Except this year for 2020. This year it's going <laughs> to when half of the teams bad. are not going to play football. <laughs> yeah, so the, so the AP has done an interesting thing with the preseason poll. They ranked a bunch of teams, I think nine teams are in, in the top 25 that are not playing big 10 and Pac 12 teams. And they've, they've put asterisks on them and they've said after the game start, Ain't the first time for some of y'all after the game start, these teams are not going to be ranked anymore. So immediately they've said there's going to be massive upheaval, but here's the funny this part. This is the AP's me. version of basically saying, don't at us. Right. Like right so now. you have so here's what the AP preseason poll has. It has, like I said, I think nine teams that aren't playing at all. It has seven SEC teams, none of whom are playing until what's basically week four, September 26th. So there's going to be a long stretch of the season where, like LSU and Alabama and Georgia are all zero and zero. And these are teams that are in, like, the top 10, top 15 right now. But, like, they have to do something with them. And it's normally there is a little bit of a gap. Like, not everybody starts on week zero. Not everybody even necessarily starts on week one. But this is, like, you're talking about a month where the poll is going to keep coming out. And you're going to see, like, number two, Alabama, zero and zero after week three. It's going to be great. And people are going to, like... People will be mad at it already. Oh, you're okay. So you're you're looking forward to the point in time where Alabama is not being dropped after some quality wins or losses by other teams, despite not playing a game yet. Yes, I I, I think oh, so. That so, is going to be fun. So it'll either be that, or because like if it were just group of five teams playing early, maybe this maybe like they just say well yeah we don't really care about you and we don't pay attention to you anyway and this is the most transparent way we can make that happen but because the big 12 and the acc will have gotten going like 
Texas Tech might be <clears throat> might say, you know, we're two and zero, and Texas A and M zero and zero. How the hell are we still behind them? What do we have to do here? And they might jump them at that point. And then Texas A and M is going to be furious. This is kind of a semi throwbacky thing. I'm trying to find a good old season with rankings like this, where like there was a zero and zero team in week two or three that was in the top ten. Um, Nineteen. Like yeah, we're, we're getting like a what? bunch of weird old shit all at once. Yeah. Like some teams playing two game schedules. Yeah, we did that in the 1880s. You know, uh, and like some teams getting started in. August and others getting started in October. Like we yeah, have done that. Is there, like, all of our worst ideas are happening at once. There are a couple teams that have like double opponents, right? Is like there the thing Liberty did with in, like Mexico the hurricane State. seasons. No. Cause then you mostly just get like one game dropped yeah, or like moved or whatever. Okay. And it doesn't end up being a huge Delta. Cool. Yeah, that, that that just like screws UCF out of a oh. noteworthy opponent. That's the oh, only we, outcome, we would hate <laughs> that. outcome of the. All I'm hearing, by the way, is that Austin P. This is your moment. That's right. Let's do it. <laughs> that, no, also, are, Central you're... Arkansas is somehow playing. Uh, let's see the Central Arkansas schedule. So not only are they playing Austin P. to open the season, and they might close the season as well. Uh, they also have the first FBS game of the year against UAB. Also, their dumbasses decided to play uh, North Dakota State. If I'm not, oh no, yes, that's right. that's, don't that's do correct. That. Yeah, that's bad. let's that's go. And let's not only, go. Not, don't they're do also playing. They're also playing Arkansas State. Not an awesome idea. They're they're going to the wood chipper to play North Dakota State. Trey Lance's only game of the year. That's like, right. That's Trey, the best Trey Lance has millions of dollars on the line. Trey Lance has millions of reasons to destroy Central Arkansas. These folks love football. Central Arkansas, you are the football lovingest people on earth. My favorite um, right now is Air Force has two games on the schedule. They're in the Mountain West. The Mountain West is canceled. Air Force said, mm, eh, we're going to do some stuff anyway. Uh, they play, I think, Navy first in early October. I'm going to double check that. <clears throat> and then they play Army. And that's it. Those are the they, only And then they play the Navy again. They play. Then no. they play Army. And then they play Navy, and then they play Army. October third, there better be a commemorative war games poster made out of this. November seventh, Army. That's it. And uh, Army and Navy, like Army, has like nine home games at this point, or something. Ryan, have you looked at the calendar? Does it say November seventh, Army football game, or are we into some Jade Helm shit again? It, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't specific. It doesn't specify. Mm. You know, it really does. Like looking at LSU football, like. Basically, uh, after the first couple days in November, there's just nothing, which that could be accurate. Oh, that's chilling. Yeah. Home field apparel. <laughs> Liberty University is no. a school that is not sold by home field apparel because home field apparel only sells incredibly comfortable collegiate. Are we doing the ad right now? We, I mean, we're, we're already we in it. We, it's we happening. started it. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Look, offer code fullcast <laughs> at homefieldapparel.com, 20% off. Slippery rock. Hold on, I want to go find. Of... Upon this slippery rock, we can build a church. Upon and this slippery rock. It looks rock like somebody's that... beaten us to it. Church Where will is... just slide all over the place. So, okay, here it is. Um, so, Homefield is doing big new Saturday, every Saturday. From now for like the next four or five months, it's, it's a long time. They have a lot of schools lined up that they're announcing. Um, they're doing 
a top seven. I assume that's because the Twitter graphic won't hold more than that, or maybe they just don't feel like counting. I'm not going to fault them for that. I think they've only done seven, right? Is that true? Um, seven like that. is sacred in numerology, Ryan. Please don't bring it up again. Um, I apologize. As far as the big new series goes. As the, <clears throat> okay. Okay. So uh, they're, they're doing rankings of how many what the total sales are for each team on its launch day, just on the Saturday that it launches. Uh, if Big New Saturday had a college football playoff, your top four teams would be Pitt, Virginia Tech, UConn, and Slippery Rock. I would watch this playoff. It would be excellent. Um, more teams are coming. They've basically all, already tipped like at least one that's coming, but there are... There are schools that I think we all know are coming that should challenge, I think, for at least that top four. Oh, if if the second SEC school that I've heard is accurate, it's going to be a barn burner. It yeah, should, there's at least right? one coming that, God, I, if they don't beat Slippery Rock, then there's a problem. Mm. I agree. But that said, I don't like, are they going to put up UConn numbers? Again, going, yeah, I, no one has, I mean, no one has ever there. said that in the positive sense do, ever. Do any of these programs have the nas- the national reach and love uh, that our idiot football show has put behind UConn? Not that I can think of. Are any of them even a pit, dare I say? I mean, Pitt's uh, Well, the, Pitt's number one. That's the Pitt's top of the, the mountain, buddy. Yeah, Pitt's the final boss here. If you can't beat UConn, you got a problem. I don't care. Slippery Rock, I'm not taking it in as an excuse. We're, well, we're FCS. I don't care. So is UConn. We can say this now. The Pitt deal is the reason we started recording episodes again. Yep. I really want to, and, and thank Hail Pitt for that, always. However, I would say this. I would laugh if that SEC program debuted. Beat Pitt's record, and then Pitt had a sudden resurgence the following Saturday, even without an announcement. And people just showed up, and they're like, "No, we got to put the king back on the throne." <laughs> it's Pitt so Day this Two. Would, it's Pitt Day this, Two. I think technically this would have to involve time travel, but Pitt has done it before. Pitt will do it again. Um, so yeah, you keep an eye out for Big News Saturday. You use the offer code Fullcast. That gets you twenty percent off. In the meantime, you can already buy a shirt that has a rock wearing a fur coat. Yeah, you can you can buy that. There are several Yukon Husky, Sad Husky options. There's also like, I they they have what I call Farrah Fawcett Husky, which is sort of like the big, more blown out look like that. Is like, deeply sad that I know exactly what you mean, even though me I too. haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's no, it's it's the it's the full big blowout one, and it yeah. is very Fawcett esque. Uh, and then uh, there's the Virginia Tech classic, Horse on a Treadmill. Horse. I'm not making that up. <laughs> I know. It's the running. Yeah. That's 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 with, uh, with the, the pals over at the key play. Horse on a treadmill. Horse on a treadmill. Horse on a treadmill. That kind of fits into the shutdown full cast theme. Horse on a treadmill. <laughs> it's a big horse and he's running a lot. Sorry, I started that way too high. It's okay. We'll, we'll go with you. Um, is this where we reveal the the mistaken identity that you experienced recently, Holly? That... <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Apologies. Go ahead. I'll I'll let you tell it. You're the one. You're the. It's your story. I can't take it from no, you. No, that that's the point. I have to let you tell it because <sighs> who will know the difference? God damn it! Like if I tell it, it's mean. What's the? Con- I don't know the context. Someone say it. 
the the context is I have just spent the past week in Tennessee helping my parents move. Uh, and at one point I had the full cast golf disasters episode playing while I was packing a box and my mom rolled through and said something like that never happened to you. And I said, what? And she said, that thing you just said, Ryan was telling a story. Got a lady voice. My own mother. Or I mean, do I have, am I a tenor? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm not sure which one of us should be more affronted, but thanks, Mom. It's, it's definitely me, and that's fine. Why do I imagine that when Ryan eventually opens his mouth to sing karaoke with me listening, he's going to have a thunderous basso? He's going to sound I, like... I have terrible news. You're going to be so <laughs> No, you're gonna No, you're going to sound like the lead singer of Interpol. Hello! <laughs> Just firm. I do have other Ryan nanny news. A rewatch of The Sopranos has reminded me that Dude, AJ, AJ's a dead ringer for you in middle God school. God damn it. Oh, man. Has Ryan not suffered enough in the last, like, three minutes? It's there. And I got to say, it's not entirely unflattering. Occasionally, you know, like, you look at him and you're like, it's going to be a handsome young man there. Wait, you just got through watching the episodes where AJ has a slipknot jacket. Are you sure it's not entirely unflattering? I'm buying Ryan a slipknot jacket is what okay. I wanted to say. This is... Not available at Homefield. Like the kind at Hot Topic, right? Oh, no. This is some sort of special order shit, dude. It's <laughs> no, in a no, shot. No, no. We're, get, we're getting Ryan into new metal is what I'm hearing. Oh, <laughs> getting him in. <laughs> Been in, son. That man's from Tampa. <laughs> He's got a Deftones. in high school. He's got a Deftones tramp stamp. Let's, 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 Dear let's off God, the Deftones dude. Here. The Deftones are the unslanderable of those bands. They they are very good. I do have, by the way, one reject golf story that was not submitted to us, but that could have fit in the episode and was brought to our attention. It is from a Twitter user named Jeff Jacques, aka GIF of the Magi. And the story is once my dad was golfing, and note that my dad is not typically a teller of tall tales, and he hit a seagull with his ball full on Randy Johnson style. The seagull dropped onto the fairway, at which point a raccoon darted out of the bushes, grabbed the gull, and dragged it away. He's been there, yeah. This, rac- this raccoon knows the deal. So is this a golf gull or a golf raccoon situation? Golf raccoon. Yeah. Golf, golf raccoon. raccoon. Yeah, golf raccoon's just waiting. He's like, listen, these people are idiots. They do things all the time that benefit me personally. I'm going to wait in the bushes and just see what happens. It's a great business model. It is an incredible business model. Yeah, and I'm going to place the seagull in the category as golf fox from the past episode. That seagull was a dead relative. If not before, then surely now. Sure. That last thought, I bet the seagull was like, oh, God, what a humiliating way to go. At least I'm not going to be eaten by a raccoon. No! No. Homefield Apparel. Homefieldapparel.com. Uh, by the way, I'm not finished talking about Liberty. Um, oh, God. <laughs> oh, terrific. All right. Being, can, are you talking in. about Liberty football? Mm, being not finished, of course. This is okay. the the uh, infamous Liberty condition. Um, so, obviously, you know, we, we've had our fun making the, the puns, uh, and that'll probably continue indefinitely. Um, Liberty as a university, are they off the hook just because Jerry Falwell is gone? No. No, of course not. Never. 
No. Uh, you, you made this bed and you will lay in it. You will not go sit in the corner and watch what's happening in this bed. You will, you will lay in it. Um, the and watch the game thing, from the press box. <laughs> you will watch from the bed in the press box. There was one thing. The, um, so Falwell, when he finally accepted that he was being replaced by a younger man as the president of Liberty University. <laughs> um, it'll be a man. Come on. Uh, he delivered a Martin Luther King quote. Right. Mm -mm, mm -hmm. Which is incredibly awkward for a billion reasons. The quote was free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty. We are free at last. Hooray. He's no longer the president at Liberty. Um, The reason he knows this quote is because Liberty University in the 80s, he attended there in 84. He went to law school there in 87. In 1987 at Liberty University, DC Talk, the Christian rap slash rock group, met oh, now at we're, Liberty. Now, now we're cooking. Oh, wow. Yeah. they uh, Their first concert was in Jerry Falwell Sr.'s backyard, uh, where, you know, the school president, uh, where his son was attending law school at the time. It is without question that Jerry Falwell Jr. was a DC Talk fan. Uh, when he was, this would have been when he was about 29 that DC Talk sampled Martin Luther King saying, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, we are free at last. So Jerry Falwell Jr., on the day of his downfall, reached for a mighty majestic quote that he hoped would trigger the libs, and the only thing he had was a DC Talk quote. That's the main thing I wanted to say about Liberty. There's a Jesus freak joke here, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there's more freak than Jesus. <laughs> there's a part in that song about watching a man without a shirt. I was just <laughs> thinking about that, and I was like, do I want to reveal how many of these lyrics I actually know? Oh, God. I I enjoy, by the way, that that we somehow managed to get to DC Talk out of this. That's Subscribe to Vacation Bible School Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Up next, we're doing the the crossing of the Red Sea. We will convince you that uh, quite possibly, almost all of it happened. Wow! I yeah. by the way, listening to Vacation Bible School, see, this is the most I've ever learned about the Bible. There's all kinds of crazy stuff in there. It's wild. Yeah, bears, bears eating, bears eating people. I like that. That's your first thing. Everything that happens in the Bible, you're like, "There's a bear!" Whoa! Dude, I got okay. Do you want to know what we did in Bible school? Like in Bible school. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> and by Bible school, I mean the University of Florida. Spencer, did you go to CCD? I did. I did go to CCD. Oh, so it just didn't take. Okay. No, I pointedly remembered. They took me out in the hall and said, okay, you didn't learn what you were supposed to learn today. And I said, what was I supposed to learn today? And they said, you were supposed to learn this. And I was like, what is this? And they said, it's a Bible passage, and we were going to ask you about it. And I was like, you mean I'm supposed to read this? And it pretty much went downhill from there. I got hit on the head by a CCD teacher, non-clergy, volunteer, sure, with a rolled up with a rolled up CCD workbook, like twice for being such an asshole in the middle of class. And I refused to apologize because it was the biggest waste of my time ever. However, I did always manage. They would say, "Can you like select a Bible verse and speak from your heart on it?" And my friend Andrew and I would naturally you select found all the ones about deer, didn't you? We would found we found all of the Old Testament ones that were like. So then they had locusts shoved into their eye sockets. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird donkey stuff. Yeah. Speaking of Liberty University. Speaking of Liberty University. 
Um, I mean, it does mean freedom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Speaking so, of flames, let's talk about what Jerry Falwell Sr. thinks of all this. Yeah, that's right. Get him. He's in hell. That's where he Yo, is. Just looking up, looking up so We go live to hell to talk to Jerry Falwell Sr. So uh, as Ryan was getting to about the this point in the season, as Holly mentioned as well, like this is the time of year when we are very used to I, 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 having the feeling of like, all right, we have read all of Bill Connolly's previews. We have looked at the Phil Steele magazine. yes. The first 30 pages of it are the same as the year before, but all the spreadsheets after that are different from the year the before. F- the font is even smaller. The font has it has even more jam-packed with information than it has ever been before. Like, Bud has recited every team's Vegas odds so many times that I could tell you without even looking them up. Like, there is so much information just raring to be, you know, to, to burst forth, and then the season happens and then it's over. But, like... I haven't looked up a fucking thing. I don't like I don't even get the point of like studying up for this season when we don't know if it'll be more than one game. Well, like um, in the past in the past week even even besides that, like in the past week, just in the Big 12, TCU had a quarterback who's like, "Yep, I have I have a heart condition, so I'm not playing this year." And Oklahoma today said uh, announced that there was a position group. They wouldn't say which, but they had so many positive tests within the position group that they basically couldn't practice. Oh, it's defensive linemen. I mean, they didn't say that, did they? <laughs> no, but, you know, like, which which position are basically, like, completely underneath people all the time and are gross? Sure. Defensive yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it, if even besides <laughs> the, like, can these games happen – the way in which they do will make like the whole act of prognostication so incredibly useless compared like even if it's normally good good data and useful information there is nothing you can look at to be like well they're on QB4 and they've got a wide receiver playing guard so i don't yeah. know factor that in <laughs> like at this point in the year i'm on like you know, over the course of the last like seven or eight years, I'd be on like the third draft of my bowl projections already. And then they'll be updated every week after that. But like, I haven't fucking glanced at the shit. Like, okay, I bet, I bet, uh, Bama's going to be good, right? <laughs> Bama's supposed to be good this year. Like, I, it's, it's everything's weird. Um, but the AP poll is out like normal, just trucking along like normal. Um, so we decided to crash course a little bit to, uh, to, to, to get some groupthink wisdom of the crowds in here. So we threw it to our Twitter followers um, and asked for the single likeliest best reason that each team will have to be ranked number one. Um, and then I went through and created a preseason AP top 20, AP, a preseason top 25 based entirely on those explanations. Um, and I could read through those. I wish you would. Please do. Starting at number 25, uh, from Kivbot on Twitter. Everything is bad. Let's make it worse. Go Vols, baby. 
God damn it. <laughs> so Tennessee, of I course. Was, you, uh, you, no, no. You, we are you 45, you we are 45 minutes into this episode. We are 45 minutes so into here's this episode. And I was really hoping to skate away without everyone noticing that the Liberty story dropped just in time to obscure the fact that Tennessee is ranked 25th. So the only reason I really knew Tennessee was ranked 25th was because of the reaction on this program to Tennessee appearing in rankings. So, like, it made it stick out to my brain. This is very important, you know, like, ah, I, I should make sure Tennessee shows up 25th here because it's very important, right? Um, so I learned to associate Tennessee with the number 25. Um, so, yeah. It's also their usual down and distance on third down. It's hey, it's only going to get worse once all the Big Ten and Pac-12 teams are out of it, and you're like, Tennessee's <laughs> 11th now. Wow, so Tennessee's 7th because there's only seven teams left playing football. <laughs> Tennessee blowing expectations despite being one of, like, four teams playing football would actually be the logical end point of how this is all going. <laughs> oh, you know, man. I enjoy this chapter of Tennessee football because Jeremy Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt would go, well, yeah, look, we're up to seven. There's only seven teams playing. Jesus Christ. Like, I like the Jeremy Wait, Pruitt. <laughs> take a moment and now Pruitt, I, I don't believe is canny enough, does not have the requisite raccoon smarts to pull this off. Imagine Randy Edsel in this position and the contract bonuses he could reap therefrom. <laughs> Are you saying Randy Edsel's the original golf raccoon of contract perks? <laughs> Maybe. He's just Maybe. out there Seagull. like, Seagull! Seagull! Raccoon raccoon is there. Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Speaking of number twenty-four, Iowa by uh, J A V I Trashy because Iowa is ending the twenty twenty season in the AP top twenty-five. So Kirk Ferentz gets a two hundred fifty thousand dollars bonus. Of course. Uh, yeah. Number twenty-three. I like this one from Dog Hawk on Twitter. L O L O L O L. This person is a Kansas fan. So there's Kansas <laughs> at number twenty-three. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm way more sold on them than anyone else just by that reasoning. <laughs> uh, number 22 from Sam Huppert. The 2020 National Championship is, of course, set to be played on Scott Frost Day. That's true. This is canon. Nebraska's number 22. Mm -hmm. uh, number 21, Oklahoma from Tommy Snyder. We have a history of taking things before the official start time. Boomer Sooner. Uh, number 20 is Princeton from Jeff Amy on Twitter. I believe the quote, says Jeff, is Princeton claims everything. To be clear, uh, full disclosure, I did go ahead and rank Princeton a little bit higher because Jeff also linked to my blog about the entire history of claimed national championships in which Princeton, every Princeton was the original Bama, by the way. Like, Bama, you didn't invent shit. Like, you didn't invent cl claiming a title every single year. Princeton did that shit first. But Bama should be in the Ivy League. Maybe let's say that. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm going to go with that, by the way. You're not made of stone. If somebody has a flattering link and butters but you up. Bama's campus is. Put them in the Ivy League. See, there you go. Also, Bama's got Bama's. By the way, in case you go, Bama's a re, Bama's a research university now because they have <laughs> they have a mobile simian research lab. Bama's got a car chimp. They got a car. I believe that's a macaque. I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry. think it's a chimp. I, I don't have a Bama degree. I can't distinguish wildlife. God, can you on imagine site. any? Can you imagine anything more dangerous and beloved than a chimpanzee loose on the Alabama campus? An ape that can rip someone's face off? Do you know? <laughs> What in Alabama would they respect more? They'd be like, hey, listen, that chimp, he might kill you. 
He might love on you, but either way, he's fervent about it. Okay, and that's what we like. We like you to be, you know, you be hot or cold. Don't Got be anything in between. Singularity of purpose. Do y'all remember the story about South Alabama research? Uh, the very first year of the program under Joey Jones, having to do all their workouts in an abandoned animal abandoned. testing lab. Yeah. <laughs> and because I was down there talking to talking to Joey, and some of the players came through the office. And some of them referred to the first season. This was the senior class that had, that had been through that, that whole four years with him. And they're like, oh, yeah, in the monkey lab. And I turned around and I was like, why do they keep calling it the monkey lab? And they're like, oh, because we worked out in an abandoned monkey lab. That's a good reason. Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't this turn into some sort of sci-fi thing where they gained, like, crazy powers by working out the, like, research monkey lab? Damn it. This is Stranger Things Season 7 when they completely run out of ideas and they're like, football players have become huge, powerful mega apes. It's the True Detective Season 2 of Stranger Things. I'm ready. So is Vince Number 19 from third Brock from (laughs) Sun. Baylor is at the top alphabetically of the teams trying to play before they cancel the season officially. Therefore, number 19 is Air Force because they are at the top alphabetically of the yep. teams trying to play. <laughs> just just going to win the Commander-in-Chief trophy and call it a day. Look, I like, I like third Brock for the unselfishness and going ahead and naming someone else's school. Uh, if, it hasn't been, if it hadn't been Air Force, it would have been Alabama. Ryan, um, Ryan, I have a question. Yeah. Have we really thought about the intensity of those two games? Oh, the, the oh word, no! It's also it's also that. So it's also that Air Force has like a month between them while Army and Navy are playing full. So like, this is literally all Air Force has to play for, and they haven't won the CIC trophy. I think in like four or five years. Quite a while. Mm-hmm. So and, and for especially for a program that used to win it like all the time. So yeah, I can't just imagine the logistics Air Force with all these three schools with all that time to plot. Pretty much. Like they're basically playing two bowl games against their two biggest rivals. Now, do you know that normally the deal with Air Force, what 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 happens to them physically before the season? Are you aware of their training schedule? Like their actual military military training schedule? Okay. So one of the issues with playing for Air Force football in the good and the bad sense. Prior to the season, for at least 10 days, but I want to say two weeks, that entire class goes way up in the mountains in Colorado, like consistently above like 10,000 feet to do training. And they're just up there like running around all day with 60 pounds on their back, eating shit, getting yelled at. And then they come back down and they immediately start fall practice. Right. So they roll from that into fall practice. So many, so many red blood cells. Right. I know what some of you were saying, which is, oh, so many red blood cells. That's true. Um, Also, you've just been getting the crap beat out of you in the mountains for two weeks. That's not going to make anybody better at anything. No one is better after that. What about Rambo? What about Rambo? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you know what? I bet bet if we got all the Rambos together, they could make a team that could beat the NFL. What about the Predator? Yep, mm-hmm. if you're the predator, that's completely <laughs> valid. But Dante Hightower—that's oh, the University of Nightham mascot. <laughs> the predator. <laughs> yep. Is it is it singular? Sorry, we had yes, yes, yeah. like the car. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's definitely Sorry. singular. We had a virulent debate about this going over on the shutdown fullcast Reddit, uh, and I feel like we've arrived at a significant answer. 
by the way, no one's more college football than the Predator, because if you beat the Predator, what do you get? A trophy. It's true. You get a trophy out of respect. A confusing trophy, too. A, a very good. He gave me a keg of nails? <laughs> kind of sick shit is this? Number 18, so, Arizona State from Cowgirl Bookworm, because ASU created a spit test. Going to save the world. Arizona State spit. I will consider it. Mm-hmm. Number 17, Clemson from Robert M. Green. Season incomplete, revert to preseason number one Clemson. I honestly feel like this is the best. Like This is the best <laughs> claim to a national title it is, in it absence is. of literally everything else. Uh, I, I think I meant to rank Clemson higher, but everything from here on is pretty compelling. It is Wait, certainly this, this is certainly the one that will be trotted out. Are they preseason number? I, I, I have not even yes, looked at in, the actual AP poll other yes, than... In the, um, I haven't in, either other than to see the 17 people adding me, asking okay. me if I saw the yes. AP poll, which is how I knew not to look. They are, they are, one, they are number one just ahead of Ohio State, who again who is, is not playing football. Not playing football. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 16 from Chris Barnwall, UCF. Haters will say Alabama did it first, but I will say UCF did it better. 2017 and 2020 national champs. I, I, I've said this a couple times, but I do feel like it is time to revert the claiming bullshit national title joke from UCF back to Alabama. Like, two years was plenty of time to pick on UCF. Like Also, okay, Alabama lost. Did y'all see? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to need details. I saw. Later. We but all like, saw. Let's go back to the days when claim bullshit was the Alabama joke. That was so much better than picking on the little guy who, granted, is obnoxious. Um, at number 15, all the other little guys. Jay Von Funkenstein says Boise State has a backlog of unclaimed titles, so we'll just take this one and call it good. Let's throw in TCU, Utah, Marshall, Tulane, Toledo, Arizona State. Back Toledo. when they were little guys. Toledo just, just slid right in there. Did you look it up, little guy? Look how many times Toledo has gone undefeated. We're talking about a backlog here. Utah could claim as many as two previous national titles. They're not a little guy now, but, I mean, I think I think if you went to a Utah fan and you say, will you admit you're a little guy if you get to claim an old national title? I just picture them doing, like, the sweating face meme we looking at the two buttons. We played a power conference. <laughs> Man. <laughs> if, you admit, if you admit that you have not always been in a power conference, you can claim an old national title. Toledo. Just imagine. Toledo went undefeated three straight years. That's right. Claim all of them. 1970, yeah. 1971. For their trouble, they got three straight trips to the Tangerine Bowl, and they mm -hmm. never got ranked higher than 12th in the final AP poll. Hey, the tanger Tangerine Bowl for a kid from Toledo in 1970, that is a hell of a trip. <laughs> Imagine how dismal you're, you're like skyline of factories and gray smoke and less miles beat me up and put me in a locker every day suddenly i get to go to the tangerine bowl hell yes here are the three teams they beat they were all three of these toledo teams were ranked in the top 20 at the time um davidson william and mary and richmond yeah fucked them up too go, go spiders number 14 Maryland from J.C. Evans because Maryland remains unbeaten against the hardest schedule in the country by FPI. Not bad. It's topped by number 13 Arkansas from Luke Hobbs of Fast and the Furious fame. Mm. Uh, you cannot deny it to Arkansas when they went undefeated against the most difficult schedule of all time, which was, of course, claimed by Arkansas's AD. And it's not far off. 
Arkansas, like Arkansas's theoretical hypothetical schedule, uh, if football were to actually happen, is horrible, it's hilarious, it's disaster. Like, not only is it you know the full the full SEC West experience, and not only do you gain Georgia and Flo at Florida uh, from the East, uh, you it, so it this their season would end with a traditional uh, game against Missouri, but that game against Missouri is bookended by LSU and a December game against Alabama. Just Arkansas's, Arkansas' schedule is the TikTok challenge that gets you kicked off of TikTok, right? Like, hey, yo, the taser your nuts challenge. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody taser your nuts. Johnny like, no, Knoxville's dude, joined no. TikTok. I'm yeah, excited. no. I'm excited for Arkansas to start 0-2 and, and be like, hey, guys, we've been re-looking at this medical data. And we're, we're starting to really question what <laughs> You know what they'll do? They'll schedule Central Arkansas because Central Arkansas is just rabid. They'll Central play anybody. Yeah. And, they'll, do it. and then they'll put them on and Central Arkansas will beat them and they'll go, no! no! You, you, yeah, you want to squeeze in a Central Arkansas dance card, you got to meet them on the purple and gray, brother. Brother, listen, Central Arkansas is going to play 19 games this year. <laughs> we're going Who's going to stop them? No, it's we're going, kinda, we're, we're going those years when Yale played like 20 games. Yeah, yeah, Central Arkansas is just going to go on a train and play seven games in ten days. Central yeah. Arkansas calling up like local YMCA's. But you got y'all got a team. Let's do this. Do you want to fight? Nine Swanee <laughs> versus twenty twenty Central Arkansas, the Time Warrior Challenge. Wake up! Like, I know it's not necessarily responsible, and I'd like to go ahead and excuse all of this by saying I acknowledge every I acknowledge every single caveat that anyone has about playing football in the year twenty twenty. But let me also note ahead of all this that. UCA's taking on anyone. Anyone. I'm already anytime. mad about the loss that Tennessee is going to sustain to Central Arkansas. Everybody's going to lose to them. There's no yeah. shame. I know. I absolutely love these Hilljack like like sub Ozark Ronan just wandering the wastes of the middle of the country. That is beautiful. Desperate to take on anyone and their thirst for blood and violence. Just, that these is guys my just favorite ever football. description of this team. Tackle me. Tackle me. This is, I just need to feel alive. Tackle me. <laughs> um, let's see. Number 12 from our friend Josh Black. What better team to get the accolades associated with being a champion in a year when everything has been ruined for everyone? The Auburn Tigers. Uh, however, I can strong, see, I can strong, see, strong I, argument. I can however, see that. Hey, hey COVID is all in. However, <laughs> Auburn is trumped at number 11 by Minnesota from Jeremy Hansen, 15. The only Big Ten team to win a game in 2020. They beat Auburn, an SEC team. At the very least, we should give them the pretend Rose Bowl bid. Minnesota, I'm, number I'm, 11. I'm confused as to it's how. another game that everyone saw. The Big Ten as a whole is having like a series of small meltdowns to the point where parents are like, we're going to go pick it outside a Brazilian steakhouse. That's how mad we are. We won't go in. <laughs> and we're going to go in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, okay. No, the cameras no, are you, off you see, guys, inside, George. Spinach. Spinach yeah. dip is safe to consume because it's been heated to a molten quality that kills Jimmy. all bacteria. Hey, Cliff, have you had this mofongo? It's incredible. <laughs> See, it's on the salad bar, but it's not salad. But you get it but anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear about the difference between bacteria and viruses, Herm. Um, Social distancing. See, this rapier that he's serving me prime rib on is six feet long. All the I wives returned to posting QAnon lyrics under the table <laughs> on their phones. 
I remain confused. Does however, QAnon have songs? Probably. I just made that up. I'm sorry. Oh, Definitely you, not. Uh, the by the time this podcast is done, I will. Shit. I remain confused that amidst everybody like losing wait wait their sorry shit. time out Ryan sorry time out Jason yeah. Spencer who's gonna be the first QAnon rapper first oh god um mm, I mean ra- uh, I got a real it, Ice Cube's already Nas, on, right like Nas okay. Nas, Nas might be Q but I think Ice Cube he, he really might really dangerously close I possess ancient knowledge yeah like that's yeah. Because Nas has been pretty cool for a while, and everybody's like, "Oh, Nas hasn't done anything embarrassing." It's time because yeah, it's all being <laughs> it's posted on. Yeah, it's all being posted on Sixteen Chan. Yeah, okay, he's I'm due. glad we settled that. Ryan, please continue. How is PJ Fleck the one who's just like being quiet and calm? Because he beat Auburn. Wow. Mm. Well, that's because everyone in an emergency situation is an inverse of their typical self. <laughs> Therefore, PJ Fleck, who in a moment of placid pacific happiness where everything's going well it's going to look like a lunatic all of a sudden everything goes weird remember the weird gopro that's why pj fleck appears perfectly normal right now and people like urban meyer you're like i wouldn't trust that lunatic with anything nothing i'll also buy for a dollar that the second the big 10 announced the season was canceled pj fleck put a peloton in a faraday cage and was just like i'm just gonna cycle until next fall you 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 come get me <laughs> when it's time to does play. He, does he have mid with the lightning suits like casting lightning at the Faraday cage? <laughs> Tesla coil shooting off. He's like motivation. Oh my god, this is PJ Flex prestige. Now I want a Peloton in a Faraday cage. It's your fault, Ryan. That means you idiot. Entire... I'm gonna go buy this, and it's your fault. There's a whole basement full of dead PJ Flex. I just keep making more of me. Just putting himself in a copier going, replicate. <laughs> um, number 10, LSU. Evan Sachs, okay. who won the most recent national championship in any collegiate sport. You think that'd be a really good argument. <laughs> Maybe you should be number one. Uh, unfortunately, you're number 10. Uh, number nine, Texas from Sarah Cannon. The defending national champs conference wouldn't let us play, so we took that as forfeiting and claimed it by squatters rights. LSU scared to play Texas. Texas is back. Are you telling me that now Texas is biting Oklahoma's move? Yeah, I was going to say that's more of a Sooners. It's more of a it's more of a Dirt Bandits move. Well, so Oklahoma can't do nothing wow, about it. They're Texas. down there at number 21. Are you saying, by the way, this is Texas gentrifying Oklahoma's move, which is totally an Austin that thing is, to yeah, do. You so much, you see much it. more believable. Yeah. Uh, number eight, total coincidence, Texas A&M, one spot ahead of Texas. That, that doesn't mm. have n- nothing mm. to see here, folks. Why, uh, yeah, Jason, seems, seems why, did you, why did you mention that? Oh, it's just I was just uh, making sure I had him, uh, had him in order. My, my, my eyes okay, went crooked. I was just curious um, as to why you brought that up. Prescott B. on Twitter, we, A&M, have already claimed worse. It's true. Texas A&M's history of claiming national titles is downright Alabamian. Uh, let's see. So they were one spot ahead of Texas. Um, all right. Okay, good. I'm and just like in actual national titles, they have as many attempts but way fewer successes. Also, A&M has claimed the 20XX national title for Jimbo Fisher. That's There's right. a plaque and everything. So oh God, it's time right. to cash in that briefcase. This is definitely 20XX. Yeah, we are in 20XX. So is Liberty University. If you go by fucked up Roman numerals, <laughs> this is tw- 20XX is 2020. Oh, I hadn't thought about yeah. it in a minute. 
due to the state of the world, but what is happening to Jimbo's hair during this time of lockdown? I'm afraid that Hair Island has succumbed to the effects of global warming. <laughs> I mean, Hair Island is the only place is the only safe place to be in the world. The virus hasn't made it that far in. We've never I, really I, I, brought this up because it's an audio format. However, there however, is a photo of Jimbo Fisher I have shared on several occasions of him in a Texas A&M tracksuit wandering the practice fields, looking like he slept underneath a cow carcass like he he looks bad he looks very bad he looks exactly as bad some people go oh, he's got 70 million dollars he should look a lot better than that no dog some of us he's go the howard like, hughes road <laughs> he's looking like he finally has the visage he deserves after decades of being a grown man who insists on being called jimbo i hope he comes out for AM's first game P patchy hair plugs you know not taking root whatever and just with a straight face is like, yep, I did locks of love. I did. <laughs> Jimbo is the coach I keep waiting to light up a Marlboro Red on the sideline. Because I and know. Then, and then slowly eat it. Yes. Yeah, sl <laughs> solid gold Marlboro Red. Smoking yeah, and you're, all, you're gonna, right? Yeah. You're going to yeah. need a way price for your cigarette there. Paul, yeah. Paul Johnson taught me to eat these. Yeah. Or just, you know, like some sort of myth. Like he has enough money. Where he can afford the chewing tobacco of the gods. He can afford the chewing tobacco where they go, this is harvested by Tibetan beekeepers who climb vines in Nep Nepalese caves to get so only the, the tenderest the tobacco. tobacco. Yes, the bees make this tobacco. The bees are, in fact, subcontracted. They <laughs> the tobacco is made the tobacco. of bees. The Chew a mouthful of bees. Of bees. So Jimbo's over there now, chawing on bees. Now He's a man of the people. Now you're speaking Paul Johnson's language again. Yeah, he'd be like, hey, I've been doing that for free. Just put my I've face been, right in the hive and start chewing. Chewing, <laughs> chewing yellow jackets. Just let him crawl right in. I don't even have to stick my hand in there like I'm Winnie the damn Pooh. Just, you know what? I can see Gus Johnson joining him in that, too. Gus Johnson's a guy who you're like, hey, could you put your face in this beehive and just start chewing? It's like, outstanding! <laughs> yes! Oh, man, now I miss Gus. Gus! You with my face in the hive! Call me Papa Bear. <laughs> um, number seven, a team with again a really good argument to be number one. They have already been number one this off season, though. So Michigan, let's park you at number seven. Oh, uh, winners, as always, of the Charity Bowl from Johnny Rosen uh, delivers the following Michigan because we've already won our first Co Big Ten title since two thousand four. <laughs> Which I think that was the single funniest thing I saw. <laughs> I, you know what? It's That's the most well, good. it's the most well researched and legalistic, and <laughs> I can't think yeah, of a I better see. Michigan brand thing there. Wait, you'll, see, you'll see clearly in subsection eight D that <laughs> in the event we we don't want to overclaim. No, that would be no, that would be seven. the purview of number six Alabama, where oh. I think a good five percent of our respondents were Alabama fans saying, "I don't." give a shit what you say we're going to claim it no matter what so <laughs> they know they know we are legion um, and we are inevitable <laughs> we are aware of our inevitable legionness. Mm. um number five notre dame mkm 41 we joined a conference that's awesome notre dame joined a conference notre dame you get you get the honorary just outside the playoff spot for that um because your schedule wasn't tough enough because you play in the acc um <laughs> Number four. Pitt, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Notre Dame's schedule got easier because they joined a conference. Like substantially easier. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, number four, Pitt, Georgia Tech, and Michigan fans all claim to have won the last pandemic national championship. Georgia Tech, you were the year before. Um, Pitt had the best twenty or best nineteen eighteen claim. Michigan's claim was fair. Pitt number four in the playoff. I do not want to give Pitt number one. We need to give Pitt the lowest ranking. That is where they're most dangerous. You Charging. understand? Poor, poor claim. I really, I thought you said Georgia Tech claimed, you know, a last pandemic national championship, and I thought. Well, 1990, let's see, 89. Was Hulkamania really that popular in 89? <laughs> Man, 1990. Oh, it was wild. Yeah, was it about uh, to run all over me then, or was it just more of a light trot? I, sure. I think Hulkamania was wearing down at that point. Yeah, I was I was thinking this is more 86 thing, man. Georgia Tech, you're full of shit. Uh, number three, USC from Scrum Half Vinny. Not a USC fan doing the honorable thing but i vote the natty goes to usc so we can get the headline usc fires clay hilton after 2020 national <laughs> championship this is number, brilliant <laughs> uh number two georgia from nathan j lawrence if we win this one you can still make fun of us for not really winning one since 1980 don't worry we will and number one of course several people the most important school in the country the one who set all this shit in motion we go back to thanksgiving 2019 a young man scores a touchdown, crawls on all fours, cocks a hind leg, pretends to urinate in celebration, swings the result of a rivalry game, resulting in I forget however many coaches changing jobs in real life as an actual and, consequence of a man pretending to pee. And Mississippi changing its state flag. Eventually, yeah. possibly, somehow, in maybe a roundabout way, resulting in a Confederate flag coming down. That's a heroic dog pee right there. Yeah. Ole Miss, number one, count it. I'm here for it. Like, I can't think of a better – I really can't think of a better team to finish one than in this year than Ole Miss because also, nothing would once, be – Also, for once, we need to reward them for their behavior. <laughs> I, I like this because – the other teams that you have named. Also, you just gave Lane Kiffin a national championship. Also, I, Ole Miss, it, how can we tell you not to go number one? You already went number one. <laughs> if, can you I be, told, if you told Georgia or Texas or or most of the teams on this list, if you said, like, hey, we're going to give you, like, a share of the 2020 title, they would, like, most of their fans or at least a good chunk would be like, man, that shit's not real. If you told Ole Miss <laughs> you are a co-champ of 2020, like they're going to tear the goalpost down. They're going to like, absolutely. They're going to be like, yeah, fuck you state. You know, yes, we run this shit. Absolutely. They will, they will, no, there will be no shame. There will be no part of them that says like, well, technically, but no, not at all. They'll, they will embrace it for what it really is. And that's as good a reason to give it to them as any, because there are several other schools on this list who have plausible cases that they've made for this, but who I don't want to hand it to do just because I don't want to hear all their, well, I, I don't want to hear all their Sam the Eagle rumblings about, oh, we should have earned this. I don't know how comfortable I am with this. No, no, take the Ole Miss approach in this one thing only. Yeah, Can no, I, not, in, not in everything, but... I want to bring Ryan into the Florida Wrap fan. Up guardrails. Oh God! I want to bring Ryan into the Florida Damn. fan bubble bubble of truth Damn. here. Okay, Damn. and I'm sitting here. Where so we talked about Tennessee. Do we have to do this too? So what are Holly and I doing while y'all do this? I'm playing Animal Crossing and have been this entire time. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at the, look at trees. Go go ahead. I'm actually doing the same thing in Animal Crossing. 
Why okay. don't you watch a ghast while we have this discussion? Can I go hang out with Jason? <laughs> no, no, you're you're in the cone no, of silence. No, brother, you're in that life. You're all in. No, you're, remember, you're in remember, cone of silence. Where this is your job, buddy. the cicadas are louder. No, just, the dark, the dark, the dark mark of Ron Zook's face on your forearm is lighting yeah, up right now, I and I know you, you must obey it. So you're inside the Florida fan cone of silence with me. Okay. Yep. And I have a proposal on the table that the committee Hang has given us for how, off. for how 2020 is going to work, and it's this, that. Either Old Miss with Lane Kiffin can win the least legitimate national title of all time, sure. or Florida can win it. You and I are determining this, okay? And yeah. if we if we um we, we can't deadlock, we have to come to an accord, okay? Do so, do we have to discuss this, or are we like, is this like a prisoner's dilemma thing where we both have to say it, and if we both agree, like no, yeah. no, we can dis- we can discuss it. Uh, we can Florida discuss has a lot of different prisoners. Because but I'm going to go ahead. Is Florida really the kind of place where you discuss things before you do them? Yes, it is because yeah, otherwise, you have to ask how... questions like, "Did you bring the fireworks?" <laughs> yeah. No, wait. You answered your question. Prison is never a dilemma in Florida. How? Correct. It's just like so Tuesday. So now you and I are sitting here, and I'm going to go yeah. ahead. I will beat the prisoner's dilemma to the punch by saying, "I would go ahead, and in this cone of silence and secrecy, I'm going to go ahead and award this to Old Miss strictly for the comedic value because I'm pretty sure." That Florida at one point will put together another national title. I don't think Old Miss ever will. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let this happen so that Old Miss fans, right, all seven thousand of them on this planet, can ride as hard as they possibly can for a coach who, when he accepts it, is gonna go. I don't know. I gained like thirty pounds this year, and I only have eight <laughs> girlfriends. Go Rebs. Also, I'm gonna go coach the Los Angeles Rams now. I'm gonna go coach the Rams now. The, uh, um, by the way, Marshall Henderson is uh, on Ole Miss's basketball staff now. So, and the way they announced it was not like, "Hey, here's Marshall Henderson." Yeah, it was not. Look at do. this fine, upstanding young man who is now wearing a necktie. No, they gave him like fucking Slim Shady on the intro video. Yeah, how did yeah. they get him into a necktie? I don't. I don't think, think they have. they've done that. Maybe they've tattooed him. Yeah. How did you? <laughs> okay. Okay. How did you? How did you sink a yacht on a recruiting trip? So thing was, got what happened signature. was, got the signature. It's like a slap bracelet, but it's a tie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Hang on. Hang on. Can we? Can we scrub that from the episode and actually release that? Pat, yeah. yeah. I don't want anyone Pod, stealing that idea. idea. Yeah. It's um, podcast business, by the way. Let's fire that up about an hour and a half into the show. Subscribe Spencer, to mooncrew.substack.com. Podcast business. That's podcast a, business. That's What's a business? Uh, no, we're it's a business. It's on a business. The podcast. Marshall Henderson. Ty, you throw it around his neck and he goes, ah, that slapped. Subscribe to mooncrew.substack.com where Spencer, me, Alex Kirshner, and Richard Johnson do a couple newsletters a week and maybe other stuff. We're still figuring it out. Uh, if you have bought Sinful 7, our ebook Western about the history of college sports and associated Western stuff, uh, please read it. <laughs> I've gathered from this process that people read at very, very different paces, so that's, that's, that's totally fine. Take your time. Enjoy it. It's really good. But like, I, maybe maybe what I'm looking for is like I, I want more of a more of a sense of like how far along we are. Give us a proj- a progress a progress note. How about that? If if you are reading the Simple Seven, let 
uh, maybe me and Spencer know how far along you are in it, just so we can get a sense of where people are. How's that? How does that sound, Spencer? Tell us what chilling familiarities you've spotted. Uh, if you have finished it, maybe tell a friend. Yeah, chilling familiarities. Um, everything. Pretty much everything. No, she's asking. She's asking the audience, not you. Oh, okay, God. Spencer. God. Hey, Spencer. When you were writing this ebook, did you notice anything uh, <laughs> seem familiar? Not a not a thing. Why do you Just ask? Just checking. Just checking. That's why they call it fiction. Thanks, Story. There's there's um, Spencer. I agree with you. We should give this title to Ole Miss for two reasons. One, the SEC will be spiteful as shit and insist that S- that Ole Miss did not win the conference. And so you will have the unique circumstance of Ole Miss not having a conference title for a year in which they won the national championship. More importantly, somewhere, Didn't someone do that. Uh, no, never, never. No, never. <laughs> somewhere, someone will um, will write a four hundred page, extremely serious, extremely like grit and determination mm-hmm. history book. Of the old Miss 2020, the 2020 championship yeah. football team, season. Team yeah. of destiny. 478 pages sold in airports everywhere about a season that didn't fucking like, happen. Like Lane yeah. Kiffin's face and the title's like, Spirit of a Conqueror. <laughs> the faith that moved mountains. Conquistador. Oh, no, 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 no. You need something. You need something. This is Mississippi, right? So you need something like Riverin. You need something like, you know, and a great flood did come. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's you got to have some like devil know, delta lane. Yeah, no, yeah, you need some of that. Yeah. It, it's Lane looking coquettishly back over his shoulder at a urinal. It's like a river runs through it. <laughs> <laughs> when want, the levee I want, broke, I want, <laughs> I want the 2020 Ole Miss National Championship retrospective book to be written by someone from New York City. Can we get that? I want John Bacon to write it. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want someone from New York to write it, but to have never gone to Mississippi and yes, only exactly. do it based on Mississippi in films, right? Like sweaty and covered in Vaseline, Lane Kiffin relaxed on the porch in his white suit down there on the humid fiddle, <laughs> <laughs> where they no, say that's, the mos- that's the title <laughs> down there on the humid fiddle, where the mos- where the mosquitoes. No Bible verses. Mama was dead, and I didn't feel so good myself. A donkey <laughs> was his mama. <laughs> we went to the lunatic asylum to watch them change their sheets for the day. This was our Netflix. It was hotter than Jerry Falwell sitting in the corner. The devil to... swam by <laughs> in the humid it. air. I had dirt uh, on my blue collar and blood under my fingernails. <laughs> Uh, one other piece of podcast business, ko-fi.com slash mooncrew, ko-fi, ko-fi, I don't know. Uh, for full cast newsletter, etc. tips, donations, uh, we have a couple starting ideas as possible. Perks for monthly boosters. Booster feels like a really, that's a football term, it's a moon term. That's boosters, sure. Um, yeah, just Does that mean you can, the NCAA can force somebody to disassociate with y'all? That I hope so. Be, I mean, that would be to their benefit be if the awesome. NCAA were to step in. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to float the idea of, as a profici- uh, potential uh, booster item. Uh, maybe maybe a Discord. Maybe where we do a little bit of, uh, bring back a little bit of Saturday Cannibal Slack, a little Sinful 7 book club, a little, little Twitch streaming, maybe mm-hmm. some movie TV watch-along type stuff. Just, just, just let us know what y'all think. Let us know if that would be maybe something you might like. 
maybe you get access to the prototype videos of the slap tie. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe get a percent discount when Homefield re- releases slap tie. Slap, slap tie. Yeah. Dot com. Maybe you get some hot videos of disastrous actual <laughs> tests of the slap tie on poor, <laughs> unwitting be real. This subjects. This is a dot net. Watch Spencer beheaded by slap tie. <laughs> I'm going to check. Because what a way not, we can't even get one around Spencer's neck. It's gonna have to be like rebar. <laughs> we we <laughs> had this conversation. We, we tied together two slap ties. We determined that Spencer has worn a tie what, once in the last ten years. Yeah, it was that actually it was at Holly's wedding. Yeah, slaptie.com is fair, available. I made him wear a tie, but I also asked him to shave his mustache into a bootlegger's friend for the ceremony, and he did that, and I appreciate it. So I asked my wife when I have last worn a tie, and the best we could come up with two th- was 2006. I am in need of slaptie.com. It's man. Available. Slaptie.com is available. Dot net. This is a dot well, net operation. Not, Let's be honest. Dot biz. Dot biz. I don't feel like this, we're ready this, for dot biz. This is a new thing. <laughs> so this is a new thing Google Domains is doing. When you go and you're like, hey, I want to like see if this domain is available. It now gives you advantages and considerations. Here are the advantages. Oh no! Oh this no! Name, this name has a popular ending, .com, and this name isn't too long. I agree with both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the considerations. People might hear tie, T-H-A-I, instead of tie, T-I-E, mm. and type So we're starting name. a restaurant. Yep. Uh, and my favorite, I swear to God, this is real. This name might be too, too similar to slate.com. Oh, sold. <laughs> so we're starting a so we're so we're gonna sell slap bracelet neckties. We're gonna yep. start a tie restaurant. And Joel uh, Joel Anderson works for us now. Yes. Sorry, we make, Joel. Uh, we will start making good podcasts. Is what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I do Can I do real quick just eyeballing it bowl projections based on this top twenty five? Oh God, I, I haven't yeah. done it. I haven't done it all you're just, all, you're all just year. Scratching just, your weird itch. That's cool. Yeah, man, just like Jerry Falwell. Actually, no, he's not. He's, <laughs> he's watching not. Well, you. he is today. He I'm is Jerry today. Falwell. I'm watching you scratch your weird. Okay, dish. got it. We as yeah. long as we're all clear on the arrangement, then. Um, so this year, here's where what really pisses me off. Where two or more are gathered, Jerry Falwell's in the Jerry corner Falwell watching. Jerry Falwell is there in his own name. Um, so I, I looked at this. This is a rose sugar playoff year, which really pisses me off. This is the good rotation, and we won't get that. We won't get the rose sugar. We'll be right back to the bullshit year where it's like the playoffs on December 26th, you know, that type of shit. Um, but rose and sugar semifinals, those are easy. Number one, Ole Miss versus number four, Pitt. Very normal. Number two, Georgia versus number three, USC. Standard, typical. Um, Cotton, you're going to take the top SEC team. That would be Bama. It's top Big 12 team. That would be uh, Texas. All right, Bama, Texas, Cotton Bowl. Boom. Uh, let's see. The orange. We're going to need ACC, top ACC. Is wow, that Notre Dame? Pretty far down there. Oh, yeah. That's Notre Dame. <laughs> Excellent. That's Notre Dame. And that, so then that would be top ACC against uh, the te- next team from the Big Ten slash SEC slash Notre Dame. So it's Notre Dame versus Notre Dame. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the Peach Bowl I, I love inter-ACC competition. <laughs> Notre Dame spring game. Hey, Notre Dame just strengthened its own schedule. I mean, when Notre Dame goes to Miami, great things happen. As uh, Steve Bannon was in the news, and that reminded me of his tweet about Notre Dame going to Miami and beating (laughs) Alabama. Steve Bannon, full of of great ideas. The perfect tweet, by the way. (laughs) 
I think it's it's great. It's like hashtag like break part sports. Yes. Shake down the echoes. And then there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing for another like six months. I just want that. I, I just really hope that is the only bright sports sports tweet that ever happened like well Breitbart <laughs> sports has been canceled <laughs> info sports thank, thank you bama uh let's see uh peach bowl let's see let's go let's go i mean we could go a&m they haven't been there in a while uh maybe we throw so a- how about a&m lsu we want that game to happen god let's make sure it happens <laughs> Uh, and then Fiesta Bowl, Michigan is our top at large, and they would have to face a non-power Michigan Boise State Fiesta Bowl. All right, yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to lose that. Yeah, I mean, I feel better now. Thank you, thank you for letting what, me do that. Yeah, what, Mi- Michigan on the big stage. When has that ever gone wrong? This this is this is not the big stage. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> it's called Spencer. It's called the Big House. Oh wait, I just realized. Bull reps are still going to figure out a way to like travel and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're 100% going to be like, well, we know, like, you know, it, it would be irresponsible not to earn Marriott points while we determine if, uh, if somebody's going to be playing. In this our will finally bowl. be the year we top the greatest bull rep trip of all time, which was the Pinstripe Bowl team turning up at LSU Bama. <laughs> this is the year where bowl refs go everywhere they would usually with no games happening but then appear on a zoom call from the hotel so there's somebody yes. there's somebody who is on like a remote hawaiian boutique hotels wi-fi on a zoom going we just had to check out the warriors just had to see how it was going they look great they look great on this old footage that I'm watching from a resort in my colored jacket. So it's a business expense. I do like that the playoff committee, A, will continue at least, uh, they said a couple weeks ago, they're going to meet in person, mm. which sure, entirely unnnecessary. If you scroll through who is, um, who's on the playoff committee, A, the chair is Iowa AD Gary Barda. <laughs> There's an Arizona State professor on here. There's the AD at Wyoming. There's the AD of Colorado. There's Ronnie Lott. Um, sure. USC. Like, there are all these people who it's like. Bunch of old guys. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. We got any war criminals this year? Or did they finally yeah. let Gandhi go? Is R.C. Slocum a war criminal? Did we ever oh, settle that? Probably. Okay. <laughs> 